Hey there, Tony here again with podcast episode number three. And this is where I take my rhyme time blog and audioize it. Uh, I did a bunch of things this past uh, week based on what was going on in July. I hope you had a great 4th of July or going to whenever you're listening to this. And um, so you'll hear that in some of these. But uh, also, as usual, I just sort of wrote what was going on in the daytime and um, sometimes in the evening and what was going on in my mind and uh, put that down into a, in, into a way that rhymes, as usual. So I'll just get right into it and do my usual thing here where I'm going to read it and kind of tell you how it came about or maybe a little note here and there. First one, keep words and music in your heart and sing a song each day then pass it on to someone else. You were designed in that way. The words and music in your heart could be what someone needs to help them grow and bloom again, like flowers among weeds. With words and music in your heart, your world's a better place. So don't just keep it locked inside. Share it with love and grace. I wrote that one for anyone. It's not just for singers or singer-songwriters. This is for anyone because you can have words of music in your heart whether or not you're someone who actually writes them. You know, you've heard songs in your head and, and just keep that in your heart. Keep that kind of an attitude in your heart. Okay, the second one. It's about not being perfect. You're not perfect and neither am I. And both of us should never try. Perfect people don't exist. If you think so, please resist. You can be you and it's okay. Keep on growing every day in your spirit, body, and soul. You're much more than energized coal. You didn't happen. You were designed. A loving creator had you in mind to be a real person to think and do. And though you're not perfect, you're perfectly you. I hope you'll take that to heart because one thing about you that makes you unique is you. No one else is you. Okay, number three. The uh, people that I follow in some of the social media, a lot of them do things that are related to kids too. And sometimes I get an inspiration from something I'll see that they're doing. And in one case I saw on Google+, Plus, a lady was showing her kids how to uh, make watercolors from flower petals. And I went, oh, hey, that's a pretty cool thing to write about. So I wrote one, and here it is. Flower petal watercolors, swirling liquid notions, roses, daisies, daffodils turn into trees and oceans. Aromatic afternoons lead us by our senses to the place where art begins, no boundaries or fences. Flower petal watercolors, poppies, periwinkles, Give the children brushes, and then watch for smiling twinkles. I saw pictures of uh, some of these kids taking the actual flower petals and mushing them up in water, and, and it makes a paste, kind of a liquidy watercolor-looking paste, and they made some, you know, made their art with it. It was pretty cool. Okay, then I wrote one. The fourth one was um, of the week was about bedtime stories for a kid who thinks 
uh, bedtime stories, that's for other kids. I'm too big or I'm, no, that's just not for me. So, uh, you know, some kids think that I don't need a bedtime story and I don't need a nap and all those kind of things. I'm too big. So I kind of wrote this based on that kid. Bedtime stories aren't for me. I'm just too old to sleep. I've got better things to do. I just don't need Bo Peep. There are planets I'll go find after you leave the room. And I must protect the house from aliens of doom. Bedtime stories are for kids who only want to sleep. Silly kids whose eyes will close because they counted sheep. But I'll be in my rocket and back home before dawn. So read to all those other kids. I need to leave and yawn. Okay, that's one of those that sort of needed some special sound effects, so I threw that in there for free. Now the next one, obviously, is inspired by Independence Day, also known as the 4th of July. This one is to remind us why we can do the things we do on the 4th of July. Those sparklers in your hand, those colors in the sky, that barbecue and pop, that tasty fish you fry, the day off you enjoy, the friends and family, all reasons to recall how we came to be free. It's a good thing to remember. And the next one is just a real quick one about, hey, keep a smile on your face. You know, the old expression, like I've said before many times, yeah, let a smile be your umbrella. Number six, smiley faces make your face feel good. Not everybody knows it, but everybody should. Show someone yours today and send those blues away. You could light up your whole neighborhood. Hey, it could happen. It's infectious. People see somebody smiling and they want to feel good too. So maybe you should be the one who leads. Uh, let's see, the final rhyme time blog post of the week. This is about some old games that I used to play when I was a kid. They were called Tiddlywinks and Pickup Sticks. Now, if you've never played those as a kid, or if you're an adult who never played those, they're fun. They're actually fun, and and they take a little um, um, skill to do. Tiddlywinks, you get these little round plastic um, uh, like wafers, and they're called winks. And you take one, and you flick another wink into a cup by flicking it on the edge, and it makes it hop up in the air. And if you can get it in the cup, your wink gets in the cup. The more of those you get, the more likely you are to win. And pickup sticks is a bunch of little... They look like long toothpicks, and you they come in a uh, cylinder, and you throw them out on the table in a pile, and then you have to pick them up without moving. You pick up a color, and you can't move the other colors and the other sticks. And so, anyway, it's, a, it's an old-fashioned game, but it's still good fun, and I wrote this about that. Tiddlywinks and pickup sticks, and rainbows and balloons. Maybe add some marbles, too, and silly happy tunes. Fun time in the bright sunshine to while the hours away. Oh, and what I wouldn't give to be a kid today. I'd set up the checkerboard and play a game or two, then go grab my bag of jacks and see how well I'd do. Maybe I'd go find my friends and we could fly a kite. Tie it onto our fishing pole, we'd send it out of sight. Then we'd reel it in again and go and get our bikes. And we'd ride to secret lands, cross levees and cross dikes. After that, I'd say goodbye, and we'd all go our ways. Yes, I guess that's just how my imagination plays. 
Okay, the final rhyme time blog post of the week was about being a ball at the Wimbledon Tennis Championship. Yep, you heard me right. Actually being the ball. I started watching the game and I thought, now how could I put this in a perspective that kids might get a kick out of? I know what. What must it be like to be the ball at Wimbledon? So, this is how it goes. A little yellow ball, bebopping on the grass, rolls to the corner like it ran out of gas. It just lays there with a frown on its face and wishes it could bounce right out of this place. Then a guy with a racket picks up the poor ball, and as the crowd looks on, and in front of them all, he smacks the yellow ball just over a net. But wait, you haven't heard the worst of it yet. A guy on the other side smacks the ball back. They both seem ready for each other's attack. The little yellow ball flies high through the air, and it wonders, Why me? This just isn't fair. Then it lands on the grass with only one bounce, and a guy leaps forward with a powerful pounce. Once again with a smack, the little ball flies back across that net so it closes its eyes. But it lands real close to a bright white line. As a judge says, Out! There's a groan and a whine. Then the little ball rolls over into the shade and it thinks to itself, Oh, now I've got it made. A kid comes over and picks up the little ball while the second guy says, That was just a bad call. And everybody's looking at a great big screen. What's this all about? What does it all mean? The little yellow ball with its little ball brain just wished it would end and wished it would rain. It never asked for this job and it's just no fun. Being a yellow tennis ball used at Wimbledon. Well, that's the Rhyme Time blog post podcast of the week. And those are the seven Rhyme Time blog posts. I hope you'll keep in touch with me on TonyFunderberg.com and subscribe. You can get this uh, uh, all the blog posts delivered to you via email. And if you, of course, subscribe to this podcast, you can have it delivered to your favorite MP3 player, your media player, whatever. Stick it in your ears and while you're walking around or stick it in your kids' ears while they're going to sleep or whatever. But uh, you can play this for them and hopefully they'll get a kick out of it. So I'd love to hear from you anytime that you got any of those kind of stories to share with me. TonyFunderberg.com and there's lots of ways to contact me on there and you'll see them. And um, hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>